Hello and welcome to another episode of Rando Rob. Uh, this is a interesting episode. This is the first time I have done this. Uh, this is, I'm supposed to post a old throwback episode today, but as I pulled up the old episode, it was going to require so much editing that I thought it would be faster to record a new version of the old episode. So that is what I'm doing today. So that is why... Um, if you are a Patreon supporter and if you are, uh, God bless you. Uh, you may remember this topic popping up uh, a while back. Um, but the quality and everything will probably remind you of one of the, uh, newer episodes of Randa Rob. So anyway, enough about that. What is the item that I am sharing today? Well, this item, uh, I'll show you the back of it. It is a magazine, but it is a very, very, special magazine. It is one that I acquired, um, about two years ago. Uh, let me think of the, the time. Yeah. Two years ago, I guess is when it was 2021. Uh, we were in the middle of COVID lockdowns and people weren't doing a lot of things outside the home and not a lot of social things. Um, but, um, uh, it, it was just starting to, uh, lighten up a little bit, I think. And, um, uh, my mom went to a garage sale and saw this magazine and had a conversation with the woman who was selling the magazine and bought it for me and knew that I would cherish this magazine and she was absolutely right and it's not you might be thinking because i haven't shown you the front you might be thinking hey is this a star wars magazine it's not uh i will just tell you this is uh an issue of dynamite magazine from the 1980s and on the cover you can see if you're watching the youtube video is garfield if you're listening i just told you <laughs> it's dynamite magazine uh and it is a garfield episode now or issue. Uh, so let me tell you all about this magazine. Before I show you the actual magazine, let me tell you the story behind this magazine. Um, uh, I was a pretty early developer as far as school things go. And one of the things that I learned how to do very early on was read. I was reading before I went to kindergarten. And so when I got to kindergarten, uh, I was so far, um, I don't want to say ahead of other kids, but in, in certain things I was, like in reading and things like that. So uh, when other kids were learning, uh, like, for example, I, I have a very specific memory in kindergarten of kids learning their colors. And the teacher would show us these flashcards and say, what color is this? It would be red or blue or whatever. But I remember, uh, and I got busted, because she held up a color and it was something I didn't know, but... Uh, but the name of it was on the card, which wasn't a problem because most kids in kindergarten uh, can't read. But uh, for, for some reason, I, I learned how to read early. So I was reading the names of the colors right off the cards. And so that's pretty much the moment I think they realized that they were going to have their hands full with me. Uh, so I spent a lot of first and second grade... Um, uh, you know, I, I think those that my first and second grade teachers, both of whom are, are um, uh, great people, my second grade teacher I'm friends with on Facebook, 
uh, even today. Uh, and I think they recognized that I needed something more challenging than the curriculum that they had at the time. But the school system wasn't set up for that. And of course, uh, one of my, my major complaints now as an adult is that the school system is mostly set up uh, to teach to the bell curve, uh, you know, which is your 95 percentile uh, you know, of kids. And so the, the kids that fall outside that spectrum, whether it's lower than that, you know, the, the lower end of that spectrum or the higher end, uh, sometimes just get lost in the shuffle, you know, now, nowadays, and eventually, uh, they, in my school implemented the gifted program. And so starting in, uh, fourth grade is when our gifted program actually started, um, but I didn't have that up until that point. And then of course, um, kids that are on the other end of that spectrum that need a little extra help. They have, uh, I, and when I was a kid, they call it learning disability school, um, special education. They, they may have other names for it today. I just, I'm not familiar with what they are now, but I haven't kept up with that, but that's, um, you know, what, what they, uh, so people that need a little extra help reading or doing other things, they, they went to those classes. Uh, but but by and large, uh, you know, the, the target audience was, was the middle of that, right? So in third grade, um, I had a teacher, and her name was Mrs. Estrada. And Mrs. Estrada, uh, I mean, from the first day, took me under her wing. She recognized that I was going to be bored the entire year. I remember we got an assignment um, that we were supposed to do throughout the whole year, and it was a thing about like, uh, it was like synonyms, anonyms, homonyms, and heteronyms, I think was the four categories. And um, each one was a thing that was supposed to be like nine weeks worth of work. And I took it home the first weekend and did it over the first weekend and brought it home. So I had just done a year's worth of work <laughs> over the whole first weekend of class. So um, now they did in third grade. Uh, third graders in my elementary school, we did not have gifted. It only started in fourth grade, but they basically pulled me out of class and said, do, do something with this kid. <laughs> he is bored out of his mind. And I was just reading everything and run through everything, you know, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I was a nightmare to deal with too, because I was always getting into stuff because I had already done everything, uh, you know, that, that would be the assignment. So anyway, my third grade teacher was Mrs. Estrada. Uh, my mom was a helping hand. And so my mom was friends with Mrs. Estrada. They became friends and, uh, uh, you know, they, you know, got me into gifted that year so that I would have other stuff to do. But, but I always had a special place in my heart for Mrs. Estrada. She was, um, uh, you know, a sign to me is a great school teacher is not, I mean, obviously it's somebody, I mean, I think all school teachers are good, you know, but, um, one that could just like focus, like find a kid. And if they need something extra or different and they, they served that kid, you know, that you're just always going to have a connection. That's the connection that I had with Mrs. Estrada. Um, uh, you, you know, what kind of books third graders read? Well, I was reading big books and she had a copy of Tom Sawyer in her family, a hardback. And I want to, I don't know if it's, it's not a first printing, um, but the copyright date on the inside of the book is 1912. And she wrote it out on the inside. She said to my little reader and something, something and signed it, Mrs. Estrada. I still have it on my bookshelf. Um, so, so it was those kind of things where she knew that, um, I just needed something, you know, that would, that would, um, hold my attention, you know? 
So anyway, the other thing that you should know about Miss Estrada is she was a huge collector of Garfield memorabilia. She had Garfield dolls. She had Garfield toys. If you weren't there, uh, all of a sudden in the early 1980s, Garfield exploded. Like, I don't know when Garfield first came out, but all of a sudden uh, he was everywhere. He was on McDonald's glasses. They had tumblers that had Garfield on it. They had Garfield um, things that would stick onto your, uh, uh, like spring loaded, uh, little Garfield, his hands are spring loaded. You could hang him on books. We had Garfield. Uh, I remember having a Garfield bookmark. Uh, they sold those Garfield, uh, things with suction cups that you put on the back window of your car. I mean, Garfield was everywhere. And, uh, Miss Estrada loved Garfield. And so her room, her classroom looked like a, um, like a, a, a Garfield store. There was just Garfield stuff everywhere. In fact, I remember uh, later she moved from elementary school to the middle school and I didn't have her again, but she taught um, seventh grade math. And there was a big thing because some of the kids took one of her favorite Garfield dolls and held it for ransom and had given her clues where to find it. And so it was a big uh, story. And I think we even covered it in the school newspaper at the time. That's big news when you're in seventh grade. Uh, but anyway, uh, Mrs. Strada just loved, loved Garfield. That was, that was her thing. And, uh, she was a really special teacher to me. I have a lot of teachers, um, that were good. I had some, you know, obviously all of us had teachers that we didn't click with or, or, you know, that we didn't like, but Mrs. Strada was definitely one of those, um, uh, teachers that would, that just adored me. And so, um, uh, in 2020, I think 2021, I think it was, my mom went to, it was a, a garage sale slash estate sale. And uh, she went in and she began talking to the woman who was running the sale. And uh, she looked at some of the things and I think she saw the name Estrada. And she said, are you related to uh, the teacher, Mrs. Estrada? And she said, yes, that's my mom. And unfortunately, Mrs. Estrada developed, I believe, I don't know the med like medically, but either like dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, something to that effect. And uh, she was moving uh, or had recently moved into a home type situation and they were selling off her items and, and to sell her home. So uh, my mom... Uh, looked around, you know, and that's when she saw this dynamite magazine uh, for the 1980s with Garfield on there. And so she picked this up with with me in mind and said, you know, uh, of course, my mom knows that I like retro things and old old stuff from the 80s. Um, but I mean, what represents Mrs. Estrada more uh, than a magazine with Garfield on it that came from her personal collection? So uh, she brought this, my mom purchased this and brought it home and gave it to me. Uh, I will flip through the magazine just very briefly. If you're uh, watching on video, I'll show you a couple things, but I'm going to read through the uh, table of contents. And, and I should uh, mention the Dynamite magazine on the inside cover here, it says it's part of Scholastic Press. Now, if you were a kid in the 1980s, there was no better day on school. I mean, for when I say that, I guess if you're a nerd, <laughs> then um, the, the book sale day, right? And the book sale would come and they would bring you, uh, they had these, these. Uh, when I was a kid, they would have these pamphlets and they would have all the books that were in them and you would sign up. I want this book and this book. And you could also buy posters and things like that. And you could buy Dynamite Magazine. It was made by um, Scholastic. And so then uh, one day they would just come into class and be like, hey, here's your books. And I got choose your own adventure books and 
magazines and posters and all kinds of stuff like that. So um, I loved uh, uh, book day and all that. So anyway, I'm looking here on the table of contents. Um, let's see here. Uh, one says, uh, getting away from it all in space. And so there's a whole uh, article here about, uh, uh, it says astronaut space photos. Here's one about Santa Claus, the movie. I believe this is 1985 is when this magazine was, um, released. Of course, there's a lot of, there's a whole interview with, um, uh, Garfield and then the creator of Garfield. That's all that stuff's in here. Jim Davis, um, a talk to the teens is an article that's in here. Now here's one behind the scenes of the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. And it shows some of the, um, balloons and stuff that were going to be in the parade. And then right in the middle, there's a fold out mini Bruce Springsteen poster. So Bruce Springsteen hot in 1985, uh, we also have Mary Nitwit Nutty, uh, Nuttiness, um, Music Memorabilia for Millions. Maybe we'll take a look at that. Straight Talk and Meet Danny Pintaro. It says an interview. What does it say down here? An interview with the young star of Who's the Boss? Ah, so that's who that is. So uh, anyway... As we flip through here, we can see, um, I'll show you a couple of pictures. Here's the uh, pictures of the uh, interview with uh, Jim Davis, and there's some pictures of Garfield. I've read this uh, interview recently. It has uh, uh, it says some things like, hey, when are you going to stop doing Garfield? He's like, never. <laughs> um, here is uh, pictures that astronauts uh, took in, in outer space. So there's some pictures of different planets and uh, things like that. It's kind of a fun little little thing to read, especially if you're a kid. Uh, here's talking to teens. There's some uh, questions and answers for teenagers. Here's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Of course, on the front page of it, unsurprisingly, there is the Garfield float. So we've got a big picture of the Garfield float there. And on the next page, of course, there's lots of little factoids about uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But uh, uh, we've got the Donald Duck float. Um, who else is on this page? I don't recognize who that is. Uh, I see Woody Woodpecker. There's some different floats uh, that are on here. Let me show you that. Another thing is a Scholastic Press. Uh, no no uh, shortage on the uh, funding. This is a full-color magazine. Uh, everything here. Um, here's a thing that says, uh, this is a funny article for kids. There are little cartoons in it. They're called Don't You Hate It. Here's one. Don't you hate it when you call your cat and all the neighbor's cats come instead of yours? That has never happened to me. <laughs> um, here's one. Don't you hate it when you can't open a jar? <laughs> Don't you hate it when you're in a crowded elevator and a lady has a whole bottle of perfume on? Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Um, what do we got here? This is, um, uh, here's the gift gallery. There's some different things. Here's the, um, uh, Mickey mouse, uh, matchup, a little puzzle thing. Here's the thing about etch a sketch. And then ladies and gentlemen, control yourself here. Look at that. A full, this is a full out two page poster 
of Bruce Springsteen. I'm surprised that Miss Estrada did not take this out and hang it up. Who would not want a full-color poster of Bruce Springsteen on their wall? Um, here's a little thing about how to buy the perfect gift. Here's uh, Santa Claus the movie. Uh, here's some other uh, goofy little articles around the world, facts, puzzles, things like that. What a fun magazine. And the best thing about this magazine, uh, here's your who's the boss guy here. Um, is that, uh, it's not like, uh, everybody had it, you know? So when you were a kid on book day and they would bring you your book and you got to uh, look at the book and then everybody else was like, can I read your book? You're like, no, you should have bought a book. Uh, so too bad, too bad for you. <laughs> you don't get a copy of the book. Um, here is uh, a thing about, there's like a little computer thing. That's pretty cool. And uh, then on the back page, of course, there are answers like to the puzzles and things like that. So uh, the Dynamite, 1985 Dynamite uh, episode, the Garfield, it says it's the Garfield issue. So uh, this was purchased by, I'm, ass I'm assuming it was purchased by Mrs. Estrada. It's possible somebody bought it and um, gave it to her if they saw Garfield on it and gave it to her. But I, I assume, you know, she saw the same book things that we did. So she probably bought this for herself. Um, I mentioned when I recorded this the first time and I'll repeat it now, but it feels like it was never read. Every page is completely straight. Um, the pages are almost stuck together, like with static, like it's never been read. Uh, the, the spine is completely creased. So it hasn't been like folded open, you know, um, and, uh, I mean, the biggest takeaway is that nobody hung up that sweet, sweet Bruce Springsteen poster. So, um, my, my guess, if I had to guess is that she bought this and then had it on display or had it sitting somewhere, she might've thumbed through the interview or something, but uh, it doesn't look like it, it's not something that sat in her classroom. It doesn't look like something that third graders had their hands on. It looks very, very, very pristine. Uh, but of course, to me, the value is not, uh, that it's pristine, that every corner is sharp, even though they are, and that it, it's um, perfectly, you know, in great condition. The value to me is that Mrs. Estrada owned it, um, and she loved Garfield, and I loved Mrs. Estrada, and so now I have this magazine. Whenever I run across it, she is the first thing. I, more than more than Garfield, I will think of Mrs. Estrada. Uh, unfortunately, I looked up uh, and I heard through the grapevine that Mrs. Estrada passed away in 2022 uh, at the age of 81. So age of 81 is pretty good. Uh, and she definitely uh, changed, um, you know, made an impact on my life. And I'm sure many, many years of kids before me and after me. And of course, uh, that was really, I mean, that's the year, uh, you know, 19, it was, uh, 82, 83 is when I had her. So the year I had her was the year that, um, uh, ET came out. The year I had her was, you know, all these things. We had just got an Apple computer and things like that. So there's all these things that were happening in my childhood at that same era, uh, that I had her that are all kind of tied into those those feelings. So super special lady and super special magazine that I will uh, hang on 
forever. So, hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Rando Rob. I'll be posting a new one, obviously, on Monday and uh, going through the back catalog and posting those as well throughout the week. So if you're enjoying this, drop me a line. My email address is robohara at robohara.com. Shoot me an email. Tell me uh, maybe you've heard of something in my collection you'd like me to talk about. If there's a favorite thing that I've already talked about, let me know about it. Love to hear from you. Um, like, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, if you subscribe, it, it's not to help the channel. It's so that you'll be notified when I post new things on YouTube. So you can do that. And obviously if you want to get the audio version of this, you can subscribe to Rando Rob on, uh, iTunes or Apple podcasts. It's on, uh, all, I think a lot of the major feeds have it at this point. And if you need to find where the links to those are, you can go to podcast dot robohara.com for all the information about all my different podcasts not just rando rob so hey thanks for listening and uh i hope to uh i was gonna say to hope to hear from you soon uh and i hope you hear from me soon so there you go <laughs>